0: Hello, football fans. Welcome to That Football Show. All right. Week two, USFL is in the books. There were some really exciting games. There were some kind of boring blowout games. There were some boring low scoring games. But we got confirmation that Brian Scott is legit. As a quarterback in this league, we also got confirmation that the New Orleans breakers are legit. Both of these teams had, both these the you know, breakers and Ryan Scott both had incredible weekends. Um, we also saw an, a significant improvement in the kicking game, uh, field goal kicking, extra point kicking. Still not amazing, but much better. Um, so without further ado, here are the week two USFL power rankings. So they've played two games now. Far and away, the number one team in this league right now is the New Orleans Breakers. They are uh, they are dominating after a six-point win over Philly in week one. They came out on fire against the Tampa Bay Bandits, who were the preseason and week one number one team. Um, they had no trouble New Orleans shutting down Jordan Ta'amu. Uh, New Orleans came in to this season with one of the best defensive lineups. And I did not expect them to put together such an incredible game. They forced three turnovers, recorded four sacks and ten tackles for loss—an incredible performance. Kyle Slaughter, their quarterback, played one of the best games of the weekend: 25 for 39, 266 yards, two scores, no picks. He also had a one-yard plunge for a touchdown for the for the first touchdown of the game. Great game from this guy. Um, you know, most of you called me out saying new orleans should be number one you were right i was wrong new orleans is the best team in this league right now they get birmingham next week birmingham i've got them at number two also two and zero. jamar smith is their quarterback and uh he is he is a good quarterback after starting the season as kind of a change of pace backup type quarterback he is becoming an elite game manager he threw 30 passes completed 20 299 or 229 yards two scores on a pick he also ran for 31 yards on the ground a pretty solid performance for a guy who started this season as the number two for birmingham after a nail biter in week one where they barely beat the generals i think it was 28 24 the stallions put together a solid game and they beat the houston gamblers houston has arguably one of the top two defenses in this league in terms of forcing turnovers and bad plays but Birmingham didn't have trouble putting up 33 points on them. Biggest play of the game came on the third play of the day when Brian Allen picked off a third down pass from Clayton Thorson returned at 48 yards for the opening touchdown. That's how you make a statement. That's how you prove you belong here. Birmingham gets new Orleans, the number one team next week. Now, for the number three team we've got the houston gamblers after nearly allowing shea patterson to come back and beat them in week one gamblers dropped a tough one to the number two stallions last weekend they're one and one now but i think they're the best one and one team in this league that's why i've got them a three after throwing a pick six to open the game houston drove down and got three points uh then followed it up with a pick six of their own uh will likely picked off um a a Kyle Slaughter pass um, and returned that. I'm sorry, not Kyle Slaughter, Jamar Smith. Picked off a Jamar Smith touchdown or a pass, returned at 62 yards for a touchdown. And that was still in the first quarter. So we had a pick six by each team and a field goal. That was the first quarter of the Houston Birmingham game. One of the few bright spots on the offense was Mark Thompson. He carried the Rock 16 times for 93 yards but they always say defense win championships, and this might be the best defense in the league. It's going to be a tough season in the South Division this year. Houston gets Tampa Bay on this upcoming Saturday. Tampa Bay is my number four team. They're also one and one I was high on Tampa coming into the season, but this weekend cooled me off quite a bit. They threw for 96 yards on 28 attempts. Only 11 completions. It was a tale of two weeks for Tampa. After a dominant performance against Pittsburgh in opening weekend, they looked like a pee-wee team playing against New Orleans on Sunday. Tayamo looked lost for most of the game. His offensive line was pathetic. He was actually benched in the fourth quarter after he threw his lone interception. The only silver lining on this team, if you could call that, is they got a lot of players involved in the rushing attack. Both quarterbacks had rushes. Both running backs had rushes. John Franklin, wide receiver, had had, uh, four rushes. So they're getting a lot of people involved. They're trying to get some movement, some momentum. I'm not ready to give up on these guys just yet. But as of right now, this is not a playoff team in the South Division. And Tampa, like I said, gets Houston next week. Number five, the New Jersey Generals. After losing a tough one against Birmingham in opening night, New Jersey was able to pull out, win against the Michigan Panthers now this was the first Friday night game for the league and it was Not exciting 10-6 was the final score marred by poor execution uh, Neither team really looked ready to play New Jersey turned the ball over twice an interception and a fumble They did force eight punts no turnovers and only two sacks one could say this was an old-fashioned defensive struggle I don't think so. I think both these teams played like crap I'm leaning more towards a poorly coached snooze fest but new jersey is still my number five team they are the number one team in the north division sadly and they get the philadelphia stars next weekend now i almost put philadelphia here philadelphia i've got them at six the stars really slammed down the throttle on saturday brian scott like i said lived up to the hype they called him the aaron Rodgers of this league um, he led the league in passing yards for the second week in a row Last week he threw for 202, this week he threw for 272. Three scores and a pick. This guy's good. He also ran for 16 yards and a touchdown. The opponent wasn't great, Pittsburgh, but Philadelphia was able to trade blow for blow and come out with a decent-looking win. The biggest play on defense came during Pittsburgh's final drive, going for the tie, Philadelphia's Channing Stribling, stepped in front of a Josh Love pass at the Philadelphia 30-yard line. Pittsburgh's going in to score to tie it up, 30 yards to go, And Channing Stribling steps in front of it, seals the game with a pick. A much-needed win for Philadelphia. They get New Jersey next weekend in what will actually be a battle for first place in the North Division. So Philadelphia and New Jersey will be playing. The winner will take over first place in the North Division. They'll be 2-1. Number seven, I've got Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh looked actually pretty good against Philadelphia. That was a big turnaround after their 17-3 loss in week one at the hands of uh, the Tampa Bay Bandits. Josh Love played a good game. He threw a a touchdown pass in the first half, and afterwards he was interviewed by one of the the sideline reporters and said he spoke with the coach about throwing the ball more this weekend. He threw 39 passes, connected on 21 of them, 236 yards, two scores, two picks. That second pick was the dagger in the heart, though, as they were driving inside the Philadelphia Stars' 30-yard line. Less than a minute left, first and 10, and uh, Josh Love throws a pick, that pick to Channing Stribling. But the defense forced three turnovers, four sacks. They had two tackles for loss. Not a bad showing against what is probably going to end up being the top statistical quarterback in this league in Brian Scott. Michigan get, or I'm sorry, Pittsburgh gets Michigan next weekend. They're looking for their first win of the season, and so is Michigan. I've got Michigan as the eighth team. In this league, this was a tough choice, Pittsburgh and Michigan for the 8th spot. Pittsburgh looked much better against Philadelphia than Michigan looked against New Jersey. Uh, And, man, I got this one wrong. I had Michigan starting the season at number 4 and stayed there after a week 1 opening loss to the Gamblers, 17-12. But they fell fell flat this weekend. Uh, They only scored 6 points. Another tough game against the Generals. They lost 10-6. Shea Patterson went wire to wire this weekend. Uh, week one, they had Paxton Lynch floating in and out, but Shea Patterson threw for 124 yards, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He threw a second quarter, um, I'm sorry, the, uh, the on the defense, Orion Stewart picked off a, a general's pass uh, in the second quarter, returned it to the 20 yard line, Cameron Scarlett. The tailback turned that into six points. Panthers did not get the extra point, and that was the only points of the day. So Shea Patterson didn't do much. They had the the interception that the offense drove 20 yards and got a score, and that was the six points of the game for Michigan. They did fix their turnover problem. They had a lot of a lot of fumbles that they didn't lose in week one, but they ended up actually they lost two of them in week one and they threw a pick. This week, no turnovers. So no interceptions, no fumbles. And they are playing Pittsburgh the number seven team. So um, it's interesting. I did not plan it this way, but this week in power rankings, number one plays number two, number three plays number four, number five plays number six, and number seven plays number eight. So I'm interested to see what happens here, what what shakes up. Players of the week this week, Brian Scott on offense, uh, quarterback for the Stars, Philadelphia Stars, 272 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Defensively, I got two guys, both corners. Brian Allen, the cornerback for the Stallions, had three tackles, two passes defensed, and a pick six. And then Will Likely, cornerback for the Gamblers, had a tackle for loss, one pass defensed, and a pick six. So both those guys um, got the honor of being that football show's Defensive Player of the Week. Special teams, Nick Vogel, kicker for Houston. Three of three on field goals, including a 50-yarder. He was one of two on point after attempts. Coach of the week, Larry Fedora, the head coach of the New Orleans Breakers. This was the most complete game plan we've seen all season. I'm going to go ahead and say it now, coach of the year candidate right here, Larry Fedora. Next weekend uh, starts on April 30th. Uh, We've got two games, one of them, Tampa Bay-Houston. And as of Wednesday, um, before the game, Tampa Bay-Houston was scheduled at 4 p.m. I think they are moving some stuff around. I'm not 100% sure, but they're always moving things around. But Tampa Bay-Houston uh, right now, Tampa Bay is favored by a point and a half. If I were a betting man, which I am, I'm betting Houston money line. I think Houston's going to beat Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay's favored by a point and a half, but I think Houston's going to beat them. Then the Saturday night game. Birmingham against New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by three. Actually, I think New Orleans is going to win by more than three. They're going to cover the spread. New Orleans over Birmingham. On Sunday, we've got two games. One of them is Pittsburgh and Michigan. That's the first game, the 2.30 game, Eastern Time. Michigan's favored by two. That's a tough one. I think Pittsburgh's going to pull it out, but I'm taking the point. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus two. I think this game is going to be close. It's going to be low scoring. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus two. That doesn't mean that Pittsburgh's going to win the game. That means Michigan has to win by more than two points. All right. So I'm taking Pittsburgh plus two. The final game of the weekend is from what I understand, it's only streaming on the Peacock app. So if you've got the Peacock app, You can watch this game. It is scheduled to kick at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It is New Jersey and Philadelphia. Philadelphia is favored by two and a half. I think Philadelphia is going to cover. I think Philadelphia is on fire right now. If they can keep building on what Brian Scott has already done, Philadelphia is going to get this one. So that's all we've got for today's show. An exciting third week coming up in the USFL. And that is it for today's show, folks. Check us out on Twitter at tfb show. That's that football show, tfb show. Uh, you can h- hit up our blog, thatfootballshow.weebly.com, and as always, you can shoot me an email directly, and I will reply to you. It's that football show at AOL.com. That football show at AOL.com. Thanks for listening.